0: What's going on everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams and always always been joined by Shantins. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. And hey, welcome to the show what is going on so welcome to the uh the podcast um monday and tuesday are topics wednesday we do a discussion and then fridays we talk about everything else so everything that's non-cyber related movies books tv shows all that good stuff well without further ado i give it to levon yes sir yeah so today we have an article this is from uh
1: bleeping computer from bill tallis and this was uh, titled domain shadowing becoming more popular among cyber criminals and uh, this one is actually a pretty interesting article. I thought this was, uh, I, I came across this uh, as I was browsing the web the other day and I thought it might be something cool to share with the, with the, uh, the audience. But apparently two uh, uh, Palo Alto networks discovered that a, a ph- uh, phenomenon of domain shadowing might be more prevalent than previously thought. They uncovered 12,197 cases while scanning the web between April and June of 2022. Uh, so d- domain shadowing is a subcategory of DNS hijacking where threat actors uh, compromise the DNS of a legitimate domain to host their own subdomain for use in a malicious activity, but do not modify the legitimate DNS entries that already exist. So you can imagine like, I don't know, if you go to like www.google.com, and then the subdomain might be something like, I don't know, uh, they might do something like hacker.google.com. So essentially, these these, um, hackers are are compromising these uh, domain these uh, domain records, or the, the, the domain for these uh, the websites, uh, and creating these little sub subdomains without pretty much modifying the main uh, main portion, like the www.google.com, they leave that intact. So uh, they don't leave any kind of big obvious sign that they actually have compromised the website, unless uh, uh, compromise the domain, unless the uh, the, uh, the owner happens to browse the domain, the DNS records and kind of identify these subdomains that have been created on DNS, uh in, in DNS. Um, they'd they be pretty much none the wiser. So uh, it's, pretty, it's a pretty interesting uh, hack. Um, obviously, like for us being uh, the user base, if we're going to these websites, uh, I, I think the, the main way that we'd potentially be compromised would be if we got like fished. Uh, if somebody sends an email saying, "Hey, you need to update your Google account," um, just go to this URL: hacker.google.com or something like that. Uh, you you go to the website. It loads up. It shows you that you have a valid certificate. Shows you that green like green check mark or green lock or whatever, uh, showing that you actually have a valid the validated the uh, the website certificate um, because it actually is, is actually a valid domain. Uh, but unknowing to you and unknown to Google uh, or you know, I'm using Google as an example. They haven't been hacked, but uh, but if uh, if you go to the hacker.google.com or something for that, and then in this in this example, uh, you may get prompted for, to enter your credentials for your Gmail account, something like that, uh, and then uh, all of a sudden you you just provide your your credentials to this hacker, and then they may they may direct you back to Google uh, Gmail or something like that, and make it look like you actually logged in correctly to the, the correct website, while at the same time they actually uh, compromise or captured your, your credentials and maybe your token as well like with a man-in-the-middle tech. So I thought this was actually pretty interesting. Um, they uh, go on to describe some other things. Uh, I know they mentioned in here somewhere where they said that, uh, I think that somebody else did some sort of scan. They were only able to identify like 200 of the uh, of the initial like 12,000. Uh, oh, there's a virus total. Uh, I guess the virus total was some sort of other kind of scanning software that was supposed to be scanning these domains. Um, it could only marked twenty. Uh, I'm sorry, two hundred domains as malicious out of the twelve thousand one hundred ninety-seven domains that Palo Alto detectors uncovered. So uh, it looks like Palo was doing something, I guess, uh, in some sort of enhanced scanning utility that they use to be able to identify the more compromised uh, domains uh, and able to kind of identify those. But it's pretty interesting. The website shows some some examples that actually were uncovered, um, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting. They the subdomains have been they're like not really. Uh, you look at them and you'd be like, "That's that, that looks uh, suspicious. They have something like ocwdvmjjjj78krus.halton.edu. So it's like, you look at that and you'd be like, that doesn't look like a a domain I don't really want to connect to. But people will maybe not pay attention to those kind of things. Or they may actually use a, these hackers may actually use a subdomain that actually makes more sense. And these are just kind of a few examples that they they, they picked out the uh, the the bucket here, but um, nonetheless, you just kind of have to be aware, kind of be uh, be on the lookout for any kind of strange domains, even if it's a domain that you're kind of familiar with. Um, even if it's on an email, and you see like a, you know, oh, it's a, you you put your cursor over top the the link, and it shows you like, oh, this is actually uh, to the domain that I'm expecting, but then the subdomain looks very uh, suspicious, uh, something that you're not used to seeing. Um, there may be uh, kind of a tell there, but. Uh, it's really, really uh, kind of a sneaky way to compromise uh, users. But what do you think about this one, Shannon? So yeah, like you, you hit on a couple of things I was going to hit on
2: actually. Um, so the one of the things you mentioned to where um, like people aren't really ma- paying attention after they get into that initial domain, right? So like you said, the original domain is legitimate, right? But the way that these hackers are getting getting control is that they are, like you mentioned, they're phishing, doing dictionary attacks, or doing something to where they get the password for the domain. And then they're just, they, you kind of have the keys to the kingdom at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing, is they're creating their subdomains based off that right there. And And if we're being honest, how many people actually, like after you get into what you want to get into, right, you see the green lock, you see the secure, right? How many of us are checking when we go to other pages on there to make sure they look legit? Right? You're not looking in mm-hmm. that line again to be like, oh, let me make sure it's good. You're you're going under the assumption it's secure from there on in, right? Which is why this is so dangerous. Because you're just like, you know, it, it it could be Google Maps with a Z, you know what I mean? You're like, oh I'm going to Google <laughs> right. maps Google Maps, you know, <laughs> like Mad <That's> cats. <laughs> you know, right, like, right. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, but that's but that's why it's so dangerous, right? Because you're going under the assumption that everything you do past that. Um is good to go and it's just not. And one of the things you mentioned, right? Like where you hover over the you hover over the URL to see if it's legit, see what it really is. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't know that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's something we've mentioned on this show several times, right? So this is why people need to be watching, right? Get these good tips, get these good nuggets, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Right. Nuggets.
2: (laughs) But but uh but no, like this is this, that is why this is dangerous, is because um and, and, and I, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. Right. Because I'm not looking up at the URL to make sure it's legitimate either. So I could I could very easily get got once I go into, you know, uh, something else, I, something other than Google. I'm not going to keep hitting on Google like you was. You know what I mean? I, right. I, I know. That's my I, bad. I, I use Google all the time. You know what I mean? Not that they always innocent, but I don't want to pile on. But but no, this is this is scary. And again, um like you mentioned, the way that they can get the way they can get uh, control of it is through whether it be phishing or some type of dictionary attack, or maybe if somebody just sticks with a password it's just not that secure, right, or very common out there, you know what I mean, doing waterfalls or stuff like that, you know, on their passwords so um, it's just one of those things you got to look out for, you know be careful about i i know it seems like we're doom and gloom all the time right because we, <laughs> we keep we keep bringing up something that's just like oh this one's hard this one's hard to catch you
0: know <laughs> what i mean but
2: that's you know that's why that's why we do this right to educate the educate the listeners you know let them know hey uh not everybody out there is doing good by you but and this is the way you can kind of kind of take care of these things you know what i mean but ryan what's your thoughts on this
0: I think you guys pretty much uh, covered it pretty well. Like the, the scary part is like, there was a quote in here from unit 42. So we conclude from these results that the domain shadow is an active threat to the enterprise and it is hard to detect without leveraging automated machine learning algorithms that can analyze large amounts of DNS logs. So even they can't uh, keep keep up with it, right? Like you have to have like someone who's dedicated to doing this. Um, so it's gonna pretty much fall on the uh, the domain, uh, oh, the main hosts, I would assume, like whoever you're going through, whether it be uh, a GoDaddy or um, who else is out there, like AWS, Azure, wh- whoever owns your uh, your domain, they're going to be the ones that are going to have to go through and uh, kind of police it because normal people just don't have that, right? Right. Like, that's not a responsibility of like a mom and pop type uh, establishment. Um, but like I guess your larger websites, your Apples, your Googles, your Microsofts, like they would have the, uh, the, the oomph to make this happen. But to protect users, it's gonna to have to be um, probably the uh, the, the main host. It's Probably gonna be the ones that have to clean it up. Uh, but yeah, like just be careful. Like I, I never click through uh, my my emails anymore, even when it does look legit. I, you just don't know. Like um, a lot of the I, I see it all the time with uh, in, in my case, Apple, Lowe's, and uh, Spectrum. I get a lot of fake emails from them saying, "Hey, your account's been compromised," or "Hey, your uh, your your bill is doing the bill amount will be off." You're like, mm-hmm. "Well, typically you don't send me the the amount in the email, right? You'll send me a statement." So like, just like they're they're getting better, but you just have to be smarter. Like, just don't click through. Like, just go to the website yourself, uh, and hopefully you don't fat finger it and you wind up like you said, like with well, uh, maps maps with a Z. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Try to type in your password. I know Amazon is, is getting a lot of
2: those too. Right. So like my Amazon account, it's not even in my, it's not even attached to my email. So if I get something from Amazon saying something's wrong on my account, be like, I don't have an Amazon account. It's not even three. Right. Like
0: you, you won't get me delete. <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> so just just had to be careful like um but yeah like they they are getting more clever because like usually you get the emails with the wing dings or whatever you like wait this, this font is just completely off like <laughs> where's this coming from but a lot of them are starting to look very very um uh legit so all you can do is be careful that's all you can all only tip we can give you on this one and then uh if you if you are a um a, a smaller website you may want to talk to your um your host to see if they're they're doing some kind of policing or or looking into them. So, uh, with that being said, please stay tuned in throughout the week. So, again, Monday and Tuesday are our topics. Uh, Wednesday it's a discussion, and then uh, Friday we talk about everything else. I'm sure we're gonna have plenty to talk about on uh, on this Friday episode. So, uh, stay safe. Oh, I'm skipping some stuff, right? Hit up the websites. Sorry, yeah. Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Hit up the websites with our name. Uh, hit me up personally. I'm at Ryry Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and uh, Twitter. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on that. Twitter uh, at LeVon Mater. There it is. Now you can stay safe and stay secure. <laughs> Take care.